0: And just like that, we are back. Yes, it's been a while. In the words of In the words of the great Britney Spears, it's been a while.
1: It's been a while. Break the oh.
0: thing. <laughs> We're starting off on a we strong are note. On a good note. <laughs> oh God, I am the awkward eye contact that you make with your best friend at the orgy from across the room, Dom, and I'm the ten year professor at vagina U, Robert, and. Like many things in this world, we would like to first start out by saying, spoiler alert, uh, trigger warning. And remember, this podcast is not sponsored by BetterHelp, but after this particular episode, it fucking should be. So we start off the episode strong with Julia and uh,
1: Sean just going back and forth about what to do with Matt. And Christian comes in so daddy
0: for no reason. He comes in father. It's, it's daddy, but it's really just father energy. Father Christian. Mm-hmm. uh. On my niece, Uh he just came through and
1: says, You know what? <laughs> you two cannot handle being a father or a mother right now. You guys can get a ten
0: <laughs> a ten week old pup covered in <laughs> shit. Which is such a it's such a harsh read. He's so aggressive at the beginning of this episode. But with the you know, within reason he should be. Christian puts his foot down for no reason between Julia and Sean for no reason, and it's just
1: like Okay, cool. So this is where we're going. So we stroll into the OR and we are greeted by None other than Our Lady of Anesthesia,
0: Liz, who is giving nothing but side eye. She has one line this entire episode, you know that, and it's nothing but side eye. And it's just, can you count backwards from ten for me? And that's it, nothing more, nothing less.
1: And we also get to see my uh, beautiful Brazilian Basset Hound,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bruto Compost. Christian,
1: he's so fine
0: he is fine but he's a basset hound really with those eyes where he's just
1: looking up at sean is just like with those big floppy ears with those big blue eyes um anyway so we can he's already see, got a finger in sean yeah bruno Campos is just there to stir the pot and he's just like yeah like i'm here to help operate on matt's face and uh as it's about to go down christian's like well i'm here too what am i supposed to do and Shalana goes like It's only a two-person operation. So Matt looks over at Christian and at Quentin and goes like, which one of you fixed my dad's face? And Quentin is like, it was me. So he's like, you're the one.
0: And Matt is very quick to be like, sorry, Christian. I don't trust you and your old shaky vodka hand. So he sends him away. (laughs) Yeah, real quick. No words real said. Just, you know, straight to the operation and... We get our wonderful uh, credit scene again. Bones are crunched, as we have said in the past three seasons so far. Mm -hmm. God, can you believe it's season three?
1: Uh, We're almost halfway through season three, too, which is Uh, weird.
0: Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah. But Um, uh, continuing on.
1: Yeah. So our next scene, we go immediately to Dr. Quentin Acosta and to Christian walking down a street. They are going to a frat house where there is a fraternity hazing gone wrong. And this is actually the fraternity that Christian has gone to, apparently. And uh, it's two boys that are glued to a third boy's ass. One on each cheek. Super glued on.
0: Which, okay, two things. Number one, I'm thrown by the fact that Christian was the president of a frat house. That's saying a lot. It
1: surprises me none.
0: Yeah, it, it surprises me a little bit. But then again, I was part of academic fraternities. And I knew people in academic fraternities, so different energies. But I'm also surprised that this is... This does seem like something that would happen at a frat house. I mean, granted... I don't think that you would call have to call in a plastic surgeon for this. But it does seem plausible. I just like the fact that
1: Christian got credit for turning a sausage party into a pussy palace. Which I was like, first of all, you know that Christian was doing both. Let's be real. This is if, bisexual you.
0: If you, <laughs> This episode is bisexual you. This episode is proof that you can't have a, bi- a bisexual boyfriend. Because they're nothing but chaos. Sorry, Robert.
1: It's okay. So... They have the boys sign some consent forms. And one of them is kind of freaking out. He's like, I need to go see my dad and consult him first. And then the other boy who's stuck to the other boy's ass cheek is like, your dad's an orthodontist. Just
0: fucking sign the forms. I love the concept of this kid being like, I need to talk to my dad. And it's like, what are you going to explain to them? What are you going to explain? Please tell me. So Christian has him
1: sign some consent forms because they're all the age. And then decides to saw off the boys butt cheeks.
0: I mean, when in doubt.
1: Cut it open. Yeah. He's like, don't worry. We'll skin graft this later. Pro bono. Of course. A
0: little skin graft here, a skin graft there, there, and you're fine. You're set.
1: Yeah. Honestly, this
0: little cutout, I felt like should have been more violent, but surprisingly, it was pretty tame. It's like every episode has to show us a surgery, but truthfully, you and I agreed when we were watching this. This is like the least graphic surgery we get. Yeah. So...
1: From our next scene, we cut to Sean and Julia on
0: Matt's bed.
1: And they're just kind of like having a conversation. Be like,
0: look at our perfect angel. How did he he get so tortured? Well, I don't know. When he reads you later on in the episode by telling you that maybe you shouldn't have lied to him for the better part of his 18 years of life. He's kind of got a justified point in my opinion.
1: Yeah. So they're pretty much like completely disregarding what Matt is
0: experiencing. And they're like, well, what should we do?
1: Screw on his bed.
0: You know what would really make this really, really work for us? A wet spot in the middle of our son's bed. In the middle of our son's twin bed. That's what's really going to fix me right now. I want you to plow all six and a half inches of dad dick in me. That's what's going to solve Matt's problems. But you know
1: what solves our problems? Getting to see Sean's ass yet again. He shouldn't have an ass this good. Dylan Walsh has an ass that does not quit. I would love to bounce a
0: quarter off of it.
1: I know that later we're going to have an ass-grabbing scene, but truthfully, it should have been Sean's ass that he grabbed. Eh.
0: I was hoping that the bisexual... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to... We're not going to jump ahead. We're going to come back to this, but we're going to try and hold here. on to this thought. So,
1: our next scene, we get... Uh, Christian, Kimber, and Kit or Actually no, we skipped over a whole sequence I lied Holy crap Yeah, man. we did we, we missed the most important fun sequence of the episode Which is Christian bringing uh, Detective Kit McGraw To Matt while he's still in the hospital And he's like You're good at getting uh, a good investigation going Right? How you investigated this dick earlier I need you to do that to my son
0: Which I'm gonna say this I liked the character of Kit McGraw To begin with But this is the episode where you're laughing, but it's... fully just become Kip O'Grath. I want to be her. I want to be her. I want to wear black lingerie with no expression (laughs) like we decided earlier. It's just... I don't talk anymore. It's just voiceover that everyone can hear.
1: Literally, okay, so Rona Mitra, like... I don't know what her direction was from this entire <laughs> season.
0: The coach for this?
1: Well, here's the thing. Rona is one of the most beautiful men you'll ever see in your life. She
0: is. She is so gorgeous. And she. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to objectify her for just five minutes. She has a surprisingly great ass.
1: Yeah, she has a great physique in all ways, shapes, and forms. She's also in one of my favorite movies called Doomsday. Um, okay, we'll add that to the list. Yeah, it's a great one to watch. Uh, so she's there. And instead of talking to everybody in the room, she just... Like Tyra Banks in America's Next Top Model, she just AI- if like VRs over it, or she's like, Christian, I don't know what to do with you. Are you going to let me off the leash? And you really want me to inspect what he's properly been doing?
0: You'll really expect you're going to let me off the leash for this one, Christian? No facial expression, no movement. I've seen Marble with more expression than she gives. Her lips do not move. It's just a voiceover.
1: It's fully a voiceover. So (laughs) at this point, like she's asking him and Matt's like, I was just, I don't know what happened. I was just
0: jumped by a group of guys and it blacked out. And then she proceeds to do probably one of the coolest reads in this entire series so far. Is She breaks down. Well, these are scratch marks from manicured nails, which speaking of as someone who has manicured nails, she's right. And second of all, Anyone who's been assaulted th- by this uh, in this particular manner would remember something. They wouldn't hide the truth from me. What is this, Scolligny? She's like I- she's balls deep on Matt, trying to go in and get information out of him. And she proceeds to just rip the Band-Aid off like four times in a row. Just like we know, I know that you're lying to me, Matthew.
1: <laughs> Tell me the truth. Uh, my favorite part is when she looks at Julian. She goes, "Okay, Miss Mac. Namara, no
0: she says she has the hardest inflection, like a chisel hitting wood. Oh, it's just so good! I right in love in her. There. And the whole
1: thing is too is that she's just like calling out Matt for his bullshit. And it's like this, is, this type of laceration from a nail, from a man's nail, would not be this deep. It's inconsistent and deep. That means it was manicured nails. Only a woman would use her nails to fight. You're really being lying because of the
0: fact that you've committed something like a a rape, an assault. So what girl did you do this to? Come on, could you admit, could you tell me it wouldn't be fucking hilarious if she had like a hard cockney accent for (laughs) this? Matthew! (laughs) Oi, Matthew! (laughs) Oi, Matthew, who'd you rape? (laughs) It's just fully Adele. Who'd you... (laughs) That's Adele with their swear jar. Uh, Matthew, who did you rape?
1: Did you go so and get a
0: bit drunk at the pub and it rape someone? Down <laughs> This is the best episode of Downton Abbey I've ever <laughs> seen. But it's only Down Abbey when it's the servants. Uh, it's not any of the upper table. Uh, it's not, what's her name? It's not anybody of actual Maggie, importance. It's not Maggie. It's not Maggie Smith. She's nowhere it's to be seen. not Dame Maggie Smith. Oh, oh. She's okay. there, but she's only in the distance. Uh, always from behind be... a, a pane pain of glass. She's Liz in this episode. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Oh yeah, my God, we're back to great. this
1: episode. We're so happy to be back. Um so this happens. We got time to kill though. Yeah, we do. Okay, so <laughs> this happens, and Matt eventually like fesses up that he was jumped by Cherry and her group of trans friends, and it's like, yeah, I she made a pass at me while I was at a tea bar. And I'm just like, I love the fact in this universe that there is a group of transsexuals or transgender people that is large enough for them to have their own drinking establishment which I'm sure they do exist
0: a drinking establishment, a, a liquor license uh, an, an entirely trained an staff enough, an entirely trained staff and enough patrons to support this which is first of all what we really want in this world Honestly, I would kill to go to a trans bar I'm sure point. it's lovely there, it, it's probably nicer, it's probably like 10 times cleaner
1: this is JK Rowling's worst nightmare <laughs>
0: J.K. Rowling is writing her book right now being like, and they went into a transsexual bar.
1: It's a, uh, what's her name from YouTube? Sapphic something that she's just oh like a hardcore turf too. She's like, gender inclusive and gender separate spaces. She's a little, she's like a Dickensian like orphan child. She's like what Mia Goth sounds like. She's just like, oh, I am a ch- i am a lesbian should not be invaded upon by males in a female occupied (laughs) space.
0: I think it's important to also (laughs) note that both you and I have agreed that Mia Goth is the Shelley Duvall of the current moment and generation. uh, Oh my gosh, she's so good. And I cannot hope... I'm gonna end up watching X and Pearl in the same weekend, and then I'm also gonna follow it up with that third movie that's Maxine. coming out. Maxine, no, not Maxine. Maxine! There's another one. Which oh, Infinity in, Pool. Infinity Pool. Oh I want to see Infinity Pool because Mia Goth
1: walking Alexander Skarsgard on a point. leash on the yes, red carpet. I'm
0: at the. Po- oh my god! Well, that's such a mother energy.
1: Dream. All I want is that she mothered so hard in 2023, and it's only I, been two months in.
0: I'm gonna say it because I can. Mia Goth gives me the same energy as the joke that Ali Wong says about, yeah, Elliot, come on, eat it. <laughs> she gives me that energy, and I hope to God she is getting nothing but her pussy eaten. I don't want her to be fucked. Give I will wa- Goth her flowers. Give Mia Goth nothing but pussy eating 2023. She's and her fucking it. Oscar. She's earned it. She's earned it, and she needs the respect. Put respect on her name. Put a fucking Oscar in her hand. and Do give, it. Her, give her an Oscar-shaped dildo. She earned it. Okay. She needs it. Sorry. So
1: anyways, um, at this point, Christian is like, you know what? I'm putting Matt on fucking you know, psychiatric meds because he needs help. He needs Xanax, and he needs uh, something for his depression.
0: Which, as someone who has taken meds, they can be beneficial. He but said, I- fuck
1: Dr. Grace Santiago. She does not exist in this show
0: she didn't exist to begin with she was so pointless again we love that actress who plays grace but valerie too. cruz valerie cruz we still don't like your character but goddamn, do we love you anyway you deserved
1: your own spinoff we're just gonna say it
0: oh my god her own spinoff where it's like a Grey's anatomy Could thing you, it's a private practice it's just it's just called it's just called private practice just keep it it's the same private practice <laughs> isn't that already
1: a show yeah. just keep it the same private practice too yeah it's so, just down the hall. It's just right around the corner. It's the office around the corner. You're going to go pa-
0: you're going to go past the cafeteria and take a left and then you're going to come to the OR where you're going to have to wait for 5 minutes because they're not going to answer the door when you press the button and then they're going to let you in.
1: Yeah. So back to the scene that we were trying to originally lead off with, which was Kit, <laughs> Christian and Kimber going to the movies, which is such a great scene and because we're back christian is kind of like reprimanding kit for going as hard as she did but she's like christian i might want to remind you that you did request that i did that
0: christian you brought me into this relationship to strengthen it i'm just simply giving kimba the reminder that she is a strong independent female who doesn't need no man
1: i love the fact that you can do her voice so much better than i can
0: it's because i am her so <laughs> in, you're going to get your, we're going to go out again and we're going to have a cocktail, one cocktail in, and I'm going to start doing this voice and it's over for you, bitches. It really is. So at this point, um, it's just cycle on yeah. every penis. Oh God, it's so,
1: good. so, uh, Christian and Kimber walk up to the matinee and they're like, what movie would you like to see? And Christian's like, I want to see the new Vin Diesel movie that just came out. And Kimber's like, baby, you said that we were going to see the new Jude Law movie. To which Kit replies, whatever Kimber wants, Kimber
0: gets. That face that you do when you do that voice makes me so uncomfortable. Because it's not it's the exactly Kim- the Kim- same face. It's not the Kimber voice. It's the, it's um, the, Kit the, the the Jude Law one. You're like, but baby, I want to, <laughs> I hate it. If we could record these episodes <laughs> with a camera, you would be s- sickened of us. Anyways, but yes, she does deliver a very great line right there. Where she basically says, you have neglected her needs for quite some time. Have you given her an orgasm recently? Oh no, wait, never mind. I have. I've been down in those trenches in that box. And
1: so what does Christian do he gets them both the tickets and says, jerk and yourself off?
0: Like any, you know, uncomfortable man in a three-way relationship would be. Back at the office at the cat house of
1: McNamara Troy, we have Dr. Quentin Acosta asking Sean what he's planning on doing later, to which he replies, well, I just, I want to just go home to myself and,
0: you know, have a normal day, but I keep fucking shit up. So Quentin's like, hey, Quentin unbuttons the top button of his shirt and runs a finger down Sean's and's like, You should come out with me later.
1: I love the fact that at first he's just kind of like, You know, a partnership between you and Christian just needs to be fortified a bit stronger.
0: Usually with anal, but you know.
1: He's just offering himself for their use. He said, I'm a bottom and you two are two aggressive tops, and I can tell.
0: He said, I want to be the connector piece for you two. He said, I can be in the middle. Don't worry. Please, I'm, my mouth is great. My hole is even tighter. God, look gave at the two ass. holes. Look at this ass!
1: Come on, with these baby blues. <laughs> I'll look up to you and say, "Daddy, what are you
0: doing?" There's something about a man with baby blue eyes sucking dick that makes me a little uncomfortable. <sighs> but anyways, we're gonna continue to press on, as you know. as That's we're my fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Being a connector piece? No, having a man with baby blue eyes look up at me. We know your dating record shows pretty strongly where your lo- uh, loyalties lie. I love colored eyes. <laughs> so, anyways, um, at this point,
1: Bruno. I'm sorry. Uh, Doctor Quentin Costa persuades Sean to go with him to the frat house that they were originally at, and they decide that they're gonna, you know, just pick up on some coeds. And I love that Doctor Quinton Costa does what pretty much every girl in a like early two thousands like rom com gets, which is the um, what's that movie with Phoebe when she's wearing the red dress and she wearing glasses and she takes off the glasses. Uh, not another teen movie. No, that, that's the one that's based off
0: of. Oh, fuck. That could be anything. I know. Okay,
1: so anyways, he, he does the sequence where he just takes off the glasses and, like, frizzes her hair.
0: You're pretty now. Yeah. I take my glasses off.
1: She's in glasses and overalls. How could you ever remake that into a hot piece I of I can't ass?
0: remember what movie did it. And I don't think it was She's all that. It's, she's all that. It's she's all that. But there's oh. another movie that makes a parody of it where she takes off her glasses. She's like, yeah, this is great, but I literally can't see now. And she fully stumbles the entire time her glasses are off. I, I know which one you're talking about. That's it's a great movie too. It's such a good fucking sequence. Yeah, it'll come back to us. Eventually. So he,
1: he sh- I love that Quentin just, she's all that to Sean. And next thing you know, he's like, "What does all the
0: colored bracelets mean here, man? That's my Sean. I Well, I mean, it's accurate because that's really how Sean acts in this sequence. He acts very much. I'm 42. I'm divorced. I have a child who hates me. I'm at a teenage party and I'm hoping to get some strange. But I've never done anything like this before, <laughs> mister. Very much to Quentin. Quentin is basically literally just looking at it and be like, Don't worry, man, it's gonna be okay. Just put it in your mouth. <laughs> tell me tell me that's not wrong. It's not wrong. Exactly. So
1: they pick up two co eds. Well, Quentin does first. And then he goes like, Hey, you should go be slitting on my friend over there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which we determined this scene entire from this episode out. This is literally just the dynamic between myself and Robert. <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> I love Robert to death, but this is literally just what it is like going out with us at this point. It's because I like Quentin. am an agent
1: of chaos and a bisexual too.
0: This episode is brought to is brought to you by bisexual chaos best friend. Pick yours up now at your local Tilly's. You know what Maya told me? One of the first things that she ever told me.
1: I love your chaotic bi energy
0: if you can't for, but why is this a thing it just is every bisexual i've met has chaotic energy in them and they either they tap into it really aggressively or they don't it's either the cuff jeans or you can't sit in a chair right and i cannot sit in a chair in any way victor's cuff jeans that's right
1: yeah victor's a cuff jeans bisexual i'm a can't sit in a chair bisexual
0: your can't sit in the chair won't sit in a chair tries to throw the chair i'm sets li- the chair on fire you
1: know how a cat like just like fits any object it's like put in that's me with a chair. I'm just, I, I cannot you, languidly sit in a chair. This
0: is us determining that bisexuals are just cats of the gendered world. I mean, you're not wrong. You're knocking cups off of tables constantly for no reason. It's true. You'll walk up to us, you'll want our affection. Show my butthole at times. It doesn't deserve it. And then they'll take a swipe at us. Ah, uh, that's true.
1: Bite our leg. <laughs> so Sean takes the thirty-year-old co-ed back to like one of the dorm rooms, which let's or the be, frat house room. I rather. know.
0: Let's be real. She was very aged. Like I told you, she's not actually a co-ed. She's a grad student working through like a student teaching program at this point. She's an anthropology major. That's but the only thing we learned about her. That's it's. She doesn't get a name. She doesn't need a name.
1: She doesn't want a name. Sean takes her in the room. And is like, you know, I'm old enough to be your dad, and she was like, that's why I chose you, daddy.
0: <laughs> i'm gonna reach across this computer and choke you
1: i'm old enough to be your father
0: oh Dad. i love
1: it I love, I love the fact that she didn't say that she should have just leaned in and said yes daddy i would have fucking
0: died this is where your Paris Hilton comes out anyways yeah but yeah they she she begins to do the work and the job which is called a blow because <laughs> believe me it is a job gr- g- girls guys and everything in between it's a job and just like at a sitcom where
1: everybody laughs at the entrance of the main character or like hey dr quentin stumbles in with his uh co-ed and she's like hey do you mind if we use the bed and the girl's like
0: yeah not a problem I kind of would have loved it if she pulled up her skirt and like showed him his ass, showed him her ass. I love like fact, an invitation. I know. The,
1: I just want to say like is just like you don't need liposuction, Becky, and she's just like yeah, I know. Let me ride that dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but also let's just say this: she's giving pretty good head at this point. If she's able to really snap, I wish she would have just taken a actual
1: like rubber band that she had on and just tied and- her back. <laughs> That's what a real dick sucking professional does.
0: My favorite thing from the internet... is First of all, that's absolutely true. You tie your hair up. Second of if all... If you
1: have a choker on, too, that means you have a black-belted sucking dick. That's what that means. I'm gonna buy myself one now. As Don picked up and threw my choker.
0: Hey, someone's gotta do it. Yeah. But no, the the scene continues on. And, you know, for some, some reason, they take the bed. And Sean and his co-ed, because that's all they have names as at this point, are on the couch... And Sean and, unfortunately, Quentin decide to make eye contact, which results in one of the more sultry moments of this episode, which is when Quentin winks at Sean, and Sean checks out very quickly. He's like, he, I'm out, bro. He's like, I'm into a lot of things. This is, unfortunately, not one of them. I,
1: I want apologize. everyone to know now, my barometer, if you think that I'm attracted to you, just wink at me, and if I blush, the answer's yes. Yes.
0: Also, dress like an
1: e-boy, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yet. dress like an e-boy for me. Oh, my God, I have a thing for e-boys. Um, anyways, that being said, too, I love the fact, too, that uh, the co-ed that Sean took in, she's like, doctors always have the best hands. And Sean is like, and all the anthropology majors have the best breasts. Which, to me and Ariel, were both like,
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> the creative writing major in me is just sitting there being like, well, I'm here at least. He are the fattest, juiciest pussy as a creative writer major. I'm gonna weave you a novel you'll never forget. I can even thread a
1: needle with this.
0: You don't know what, <laughs> You don't know what this needle's eye can do, bitch. <laughs> I'm
1: so done. So that happens and then Sean goes home. That's where the actual sex scene between him
0: and Julia happens, and then
1: not, Which, it, it's better, yeah. I won't yeah.
0: deny, but it was one of those things like, again, you know what's going to solve our child's problems? You giving me a hard nut right <laughs> in my son's bed. <laughs> I want you to plow me like an untilled
1: field. And speaking of Matt, he comes in and finds his parents wrapped in the sheets of his The bed. next morning, though. Yeah, so. the next morning, to be fair. So Matt is just kind of like,
0: wow, great
1: job. Thanks for coming to pick me up.
0: Matt did a slow clap, really, as he walked into the room just like, wow, parents of the year here. And just fully reads the shit out of both of them. Which, I'll be honest, they kind of deserved it. But at the same time, it's like, you're going through a divorce. These things do happen. It's not uncommon. Even in a breakup. I love the fact that I slept with my ex
1: like three times after we broke up. I just love the fact that Matt just pops his Xanax, like right in front of his parents. He's like, I'm going to pop this fucking Xanny and just de-stress.
0: I was going to say, you think that I wouldn't do that?
1: And I love the fact that uh, Sean is just kind of like, who gave you that? And he's like, my real dad. My real dad. Dad god you're such a square see that's the nice thing about having three parents
0: is that when two of them neglect the one that's actually gonna be there is gonna give you what you need one of them is actually gonna be there for you this is matt fully becoming a ryan murphy caricature at this point which i kind of love but i also said this at the end of the episode and it remains very true Ryan Murphy loves to abuse men, and nothing gets me hornier than an abused man. You give me a man that's got some damage in him, and I mean damage. I'm talking l- truckloads of issues. I want that U-Haul to show up with some shit that I didn't even know I needed to deal with.
1: So our next scene is it's uh, Dr. Quentin Acosta and Christian operating on the boy who's getting the skin graft.
0: They're getting the, they're giving him the skin graft, which again, this scene is not as graphic as I was anticipating. Yeah, uncomfy, yes, but yeah. eh. I mean, I
1: don't the whole concept of skin grafts to me is kind of gross, but I'm like, ew, like it's just mesh made out of skin.
0: Yeah. They run it through basically a meat grinder. That's gross. A pasta machine, so to speak. But
1: Christian's just kind of like trying to figure out what's going on with Quentin, Tell and you. Quentin's like, "Look, bro,
0: we can be friends." Again, top button open, finger down the chest. We can be just friends. He's just finger-fucking Christian. He has a full finger in Christian across from the table. And, <laughs> and then sliding like, one on. in his mouth, and he's like, so what are you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> Putting two fingers in and showing him that he doesn't have a gag reflex. He's like, so what are you doing later? Honest to God, both of them are wearing medical masks, but like the, the eyes and the lip-licking that they're doing... This... Ryan Murphy really wanted to make them both actually fuck each other. It's so homoerotic. Which, I'm going to be honest, at this point in the show, they should have at least... He said, look, Sean won't give me that nut, will you? Daddy, will you Dad? give me a nut?
1: Baby blue eyes? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: so, oh my
1: God. Yeah. So our next scene, we have... um The dinner. Yeah, the dinner scene. Because Christian's like, well, I have a girl that I would like you to meet. And so at dinner we have Cut Christian. to the
0: Living Animatronic that is Dr. Kit. They have Christian Kimber Kit and
1: Dr. Quentin Costa. And Quentin is like starstruck by Kimber. He's like, I'm a big fan. I've watched all of your movies.
0: Which again, we talked about this, and it's very as as a creative, it's like, do I say that to a porn star? Is that appropriate? Yeah. Like Yeah. It's your job, like mm-hmm.
1: That's I mean, like going
0: to a bank and be like, you did such a great job with my transaction.
1: As somebody who's uh, dated a few people who have done adult work. Um,
0: yeah, that, we're calling it now adult mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Adult films. Yeah. Pornographic films of mm-hmm. the nature. Stag films, if you will. Yeah. We don't shame any sex workers. No, I'm just don't. genuinely curious about how the hell I would approach this with someone if I ever had the opportunity to talk about it. I mean, I've done it
1: before where I'm like, yeah, no, I've liked your films. And they're like, oh, which ones do you like to watch?
0: I me which one.
1: they are <laughs> uh, like, "Can you send me what specific video you like?"s That way, and I was like, "Is this going to translate to something that we're going to oh do later?" Oh my
0: god!
1: So that being my bisexual great. co-host
0: <laughs> needs to stop.
1: Uh, that being said, too, we cut to our next scene. I'm just going to start. Not the next new tranquilizers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm appropriating horse culture now. Horse girl culture. Horse girl culture. So speaking of horse girl, uh, we have. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cold. I know. Kit is just standing there with Kimber, or sitting at the dinner table, sliding one hand fully up Kimber, and it's just like, Quentin, would you like to join us for a nightcap later? And I'm just going to say it, I've been her. I love the fact that she's also like, if you like Kimber's movies, you should see how she acts in real life. She tastes like homemade honey.
0: No. Uh, maple syrup. Maple syrup. She, t- Which is such a, I'm going to say, that's a weird descriptor. It's not bad, But it's an odd descriptor. She said that pussy juice tastes like maple syrup. Homemade. She she said, I want that nut on pancakes. Waffles, even. First thing in the morning. And Christian is not. I want the taste of Mick Griddle.
1: Christian's not down with what's going on because Kit is like, would you like to join us later (coughs) for a nightcap? And Christian's like, absolutely not. I am the daddy in this relationship. I get to
0: decide what goes down. And Kit in her voiceover goes, no, you're not. Vote of majority. (laughs) Kimber, should we invite Christian? Kimber, as I continue to rub your clit in the perfect angle, <laughs> what do you think? Should we bring home Quentin? And Kimber fully is sitting there, just drenching <laughs> that sofa beneath her, being like, I don't care what happens at this point. <laughs> I love that her one response was, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Again, me, I've been there. So Wait. I've been Kimber and, doc- and kid at
1: this point. So she, she, <laughs> she peers over to Christian and is just like, don't worry, baby. Because if she's busy with Quentin, that means I've got time for
0: you. Oh, <laughs> I hate your camera <laughs> voice so much. It's so good. It's one thing when you record it at a distance. When we record in person like this and you do these faces and this expression, uh, it sends me. Anyways, moving along. It's my fake bottom voice. That's all it is. That's it? That's what yeah. it is? Jesus. <laughs> so at
1: this point, uh, we're back at the foursome that is the fuck palace of christian troy is that what we're calling it at this point sure i mean he's like plowing kimber already and kit is making out plowing her i mean he's rubbing the entrance at best okay he's just putting the tip in yeah so quentin and kit are making out against a wall and then they're they're (laughs) reenacting the me against the
0: music (laughs) video That's one of those things that just breaks me down. How dare you on this
1: podcast make me whistle. You're welcome. My Mariah got whistle it. tone came out of me. I'm... That's the thing that sends me today from you. Uh.
0: <laughs> the Mariah whistle has been recorded for posterity's sake. I'm going to revisit this episode constantly. Oh my God. Anyways, they are though. <laughs> they are. And so
1: they land next to Kimber and Christian as they're getting on. And in the bed. In the bed. And... Christian looks over at Kit Kit looks over at Christian to see who's giving it more to their partner because they're competitive tops they <laughs> said so they can only be one in
0: the ring there can only <laughs> be
1: one and the ring is Kimper's vagina someone has to die <laughs> <laughs> they're Highlandering it uh, <laughs>
0: Landering, one of them pulls out a sword for no reason. <laughs> it's Qu- Lindsay Lohan and Qu- Quen- Robot Chicken. Quentin's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> What's going on?" I mean, I'm into role play, but this is extreme. One of them just becomes
1: Hillary Duff, and the other one becomes Lindsay Lohan oh, and <laughs> Robot Chicken.
0: Robot Chicken so good. <laughs>
1: We're, we're so glad to be back.
0: If you have, if you couldn't tell, this, this show does bring us a level of joy that we haven't experienced in a while. Yeah, we both oh have had God. no serotonin
1: for the past few months. I'm sorry, this is why we disappeared.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Only, you know, life is a bitch. But anyways, continue yeah, on. Um, we get this wonderful <laughs> sequence of them being the competitive tops that they are. They both have top energy, not gonna lie.
1: And then Quentin pulls a move that I would do, which is staring over a Christian. No, no, no. And then slowly moving a hand.
0: Into his, oh Onto his ass. Onto his
1: ass. And he, you know what he does? He doesn't just like pinch it. He gives him a full on like meaty a grab. Hand. A hand. A, a hand. palm. Full on pinky inside of him. Just yeah. Licks one finger and sticks it up in Christian. And Christian's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, bro. Whoa. I'm not we ain't gay. Never, we never done that before. We ain't never
0: done that before. Why would you think that's cool? And then like every other situa- sexual situation that I've been in, someone ruins the moment and you all get up and have an awkward conversation about, well, Dr. Quentin Costa is actually the great bicon that we've been waiting for this entire time. we needed him. And Robert has fully removed I their pants. I feel so represented. Robert has fully removed their pants at this point. Ugh. The podcast can't continue on. We have to give him 30 minutes. Just wait until we get to the,
1: there's a few episodes later that I'm just so ready for. You have no idea.
0: You're like Dom. You don't understand. I understand. I love Doctor Quentin Acosta, Bruno, Bruno Campos. Campos. We can Bruno Campos. We cannot meet you in real life. Dom can. I can't. I can meet you. I have to keep Robert at at least ten
1: feet length. I'm gonna be Hannibal Lecter, like rolled up, <laughs> just foaming at the mouth
0: on a cart. Yes,
1: <laughs> just <laughs> with, the fucking with the mask on. With the
0: mask on, with your arms across your chest, just struggling the entire time. Love me out. <laughs> Let me in. I
1: want him so badly. I do. Um so at this point. So we get that outing. Yeah, Dr. Quentin Costa is like, I'm sorry, I've
0: spoiled the moment. Let me just get up and put on my clothes. What? Oh my God. What was with your porno reading voice. So hot. I can't. We know he's hot. Ugh. We get it. My and God. And then Kit McGraw
1: being a hot piece of ass too. And her voiceover is just like, Great, look what you've done, Christian.
0: Well, first of all, we have to back up for a second because he leaves, Quentin Costa leaves, and then Kimber very actively turns on Kit. And basically he's like, I pick Christian over you. I can do it. I like you, but yeah. I love Christian. You have a great pussy, but let's be real, it could never work between us because I'm actually a straight woman.
1: I just love the fact
0: that she's like, look,
1: I did this for Christian and he's better now.
0: If you've ever been in that position in a relationship, it is not healthy. Don't lie to yourself. Don't fool yourself. If you're doing, If you're doing a three-way... This episode is anti-polyamory, let's be real.
1: This episode is transphobic, biphobic, and polyamoryphobic.
0: Yeah. And I just,
1: I love the fact that before she leaves, Detective Kit McGraw leaves a scathing-ass review on Christian. She goes like, I thought that you
0: were untamed. Instead, you're a controlled little pussy. You're nothing but a domesticated house cat. And you'll never be safe with him, Kimba. It's such a good line. I love the fact that she's also wearing like the sluttiest black dress possible.
1: I also am glad the fact that she was wearing a matching set of lingerie yet again with some fucking like...
0: Okay, but really, if you're going to get... Her lingerie put, set is always top yeah, tier. Yeah, but let's be real though. And this is me saying it as the they-them that I am because you're a bisexual mm-hmm. cishet, cis straight person as far as I could tell right now.
1: I like the fact that you read me as a cishet.
0: I read you as something. I don't know what it is. You're, you're confusing. That's what it is. But as if I know... As the as the as the they them that I am, if I know that there's gonna be a potential for penis that night, I'm putting on the best lingerie I got. I'm putting on shit that I don't want torn garter belts. Everything, whole nine yards. Garter belts, Ugh, butt plug, she looks so good. Chastity belt, nipple clamps, a lace, a lace. I can't choker. meet you either,
1: Ronometra. I'm sorry. I respect you from afar, but I cannot be near you. Even I couldn't.
0: There's very few women that me as a very, very gay person will actively say, you're a female, I would still do terrible things to you. The look that she gives
1: him when she's angry is the look that I want her to give me every day of my life.
0: You would want that, but you know damn well that she would put a strap on and try. Try.
1: What a problem for me. I love an assertive woman.
0: You would. It would just be... A Insertive f- and assertive. It would just be a fist fight between <laughs> you two constantly. Uh, I would come over and both of you would just be bloody. What happened? Well, we had sex again. Mm, did yeah. any of you actually come?
1: No. No. <laughs>
0: <the> <laughs> <laughs> nope, neither of us did, but we had a great time. We're both pleasers. Oh my god. And she's wearing pleasers. Oh my god, she is. I hate it. I Anyways, moving along.
1: At the family of Matt and Maritroy, we have Christian and Sean... Actually at the cat house Kind of like talking about What's going to go on For their meeting with Matt later And Christian comes in And is like You can be daddy I'm I'm at my limit dude So Sean's like What happened? He's like Well You're never going to believe it And he's like Oh I got a weird vibe from this So Christian's like Quentin's a bisexual And Sean's like I knew it The way that he winked at me When I was getting blown When he was watching me
0: And again this is what 2004 at this point?
1: Yeah 2004
0: And it so- gets 2005, actually. Well, it, yeah, but even in, again. We're the third season, so it's 2005. Yeah, 2005. But we have to keep in mind, yet again, that this show was not very progressive, it, despite it being progressive at the time. So you're going to get a lot of biphobia. And very quickly, they're like, I knew he was I knew he was weird, I didn't know he was like that. Can you believe it? He tried to, like, kiss me and touch me and, like, all this other stuff. And Quentin Costa being the bisexual well, gay... Well, before I,
1: we get to that, I want to say one real quick thing to Christian was like, make sure you don't drop the scalpel in front of him.
0: When he's talking about his uh surgery at 8.30 with Quentin. Which is very clearly that means that Sean... Don't drop the soap. Yeah. So, at this point, I love the fact
1: that Sean is like, how do you know he made a pass at you? And he's like, he stole totally fuck a fuck-a-finger in me. So? That's the worst he did? Yeah. So, Quentin, being me, comes in and is like, hey,
0: have you guys heard a funny joke recently? Because everybody's laughing.
1: Yeah. There's a, uh, a really good one I heard. There was a female lawyer who was bisexual in the state of ohio who overheard somebody in her office making you know locker room conversation over at the uh water cooler right about her being a bisexual and guess what she did she sued and practically shut down the whole firm and got 60 million dollars and set the precedent six million dollars and set the precedent of that
0: imagine six million dollars and in 2005 money i mean that must have been like 80 trillion bucks honest to god so, Dr. Quentin Acosta said, Look here, bitches. I am here to fuck around. I'm sorry, but the fact that he's standing there making his coffee and then proceeds to turn around, part of me just wanted him to stand there with his coffee and, like, take a hand and just, like, rub it down his entire rib stomach and, like, grab his crotch and be like, I got you. by the ba- balls. He's, like, slathering baby. Baby, a lot for himself. no reason. Yeah. How, how did he get shirtless all of a sudden? <laughs> he's
1: French pressing it, too. Yeah. At I the just, same time, he's, like, using uh, one hand for the French press. He's just, like, mm-hmm. Six million dollars.
0: Oh, I could do a lot with six million dollars. Don't you think so, boy? Keep talking about me. Oh, I'm so Pours hot. a cup of coffee
1: and then pours it on himself. I know? wish he would have poured a hot
0: pot of coffee on himself. And if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of how the episode ends. No, we go back to the, the household. Oh, yeah, that's right. They have the confrontation with Matt. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, we have a confrontation I got with Matt by that's by hot about
1: chaos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like the rest of us. Um, so here we are. I at... would love to get distracted by hot bisexual chaos at this point. Yeah. So welcome to the McNamara Manor. where. We have Christian, Julia, the and Sean. The Knives Out household. Yeah, the Knives Out household. <laughs> and they're setting up for, you know, their Chinese day, uh takeout. Well, they're trying to have Matt. an
0: intervention for Matt. And Matt yeah. is
1: running late. Matt comes in. He's drank the entire, like, fucking bar at Sean's house while he was at work. And he's like, Julia, what happened to the liquor?
0: Julia, where's my liquor? Where's my liquor? Why so, did I pull the kimchi voice? I
1: don't know. It just felt right. Anyways. So, Matt comes in, just stumbling through. was just like, none of you fucking love me or cared about me. I found out that, like, my mom was, like, abused by my dad. And then also, like, my dad isn't my dad. So, like, I ran to him. And then you got separated from me from my one girl that I've ever loved. And then Christian screwed her and then told me that she was a tran.
0: And, like, loses his shit. (laughs) If this was today, if this show was made today, all Matt would have said is, I'm just, like, really going through a lot right now, okay? Like, I'm just going through it. You're gonna have to give me some time. He's a teenager who needs some therapy. He's literally, if Matt was Gen Z, Matt would not be doing any of the shit that he's doing now. We're not sponsored by BetterHelp, but... But we should at this point. Have, have (laughs) Have you found out that your recent beloved is a transsexual? You may be entitled to financial compensation. Please reach out to us. We're not saying that, but... You know what? But at this point, this is what the show wants us to believe. An 05, exactly. maybe. Yeah. Is that you are so incredibly damaged and hurt by... Look, it's a Ryan Murphy show at this point, okay? Things are about to get wild and crazy. They're not going to get any easier. We know Matt has no redemption. I want him to have redemption. I know it's never going to come. It's not. It's not. It's it doesn't not. happen, it doesn't
1: but I love the fact that like at the end of their argument and he's just like blaming people. He pushes his dad, he pushes Matt. Matt pushes uh Sean and is like No, he
0: pushes Julia. And then he pushes Julia. Yeah. He pushes Julia and that's the, the turning point. Yeah. So
1: Sean like decides to go incredible Hulk mode because he has anger issues, which will be addressed later in the show. And like Eventually. F- yeah. He turns to Matt and Matt goes like you're not gonna mess up your perfect
0: work. So what does Sean do? He pushes-I already him.
1: He did. And then punches him with square the, in the nose he and said breaks it, it with again. The,
0: he said it with the exact same energy of Harrison Ford saying, Get off my plane. I love the fact that Julia was just like, No.
1: What
0: are you <laughs> I'm so helpless as a mother. <laughs> Which is very. Her entire character arc is so confusing because there's moments where Julia is so progressive and so strong. And then there's moments like this where she's like, I couldn't do anything because Christian was holding my wrists.
1: I love the fact that Julia has gone from like a repressed housewife who just wanted to live her dreams to starting to live her dreams to having her dreams fall apart and then getting in this divorce and getting a fucking like one bedroom apartment with a white fridge that Erica hates
0: (laughs) a white fridge. Really? Are we poor? Ooh, we in the ghetto now. <laughs> I don't know the fuck. That's like, all we're going to post for this episode is Nene Leeks being like, Ooh, we in the ghetto now. I'm going to get back into Julia's our, white our fridge. Instagram, yeah. Julia's <laughs> white fridge is our enemy in this show. That's the true villain of the season, the white fridge of Julia's apartment. But yeah, the episode ends with with Matt covering his nose and bloodied face. and Because Sean broke his nose, rebroke again. his nose. I, how do you feel about this episode? I'll be honest, this episode, like we said, Coming back from the break that we've had and getting back into it, this is a lot for an episode. It's so fun. It's and out. It is. So they, they said they said this is slut pop. Get your tits out. <laughs> Whip your dick out. <laughs> Do it right <laughs> now. Oh, Kim Petrus, Congratulations on your Grammy Win, by the way. Grammy winning award art award winning artist, Kim Petrus. We can say that now. I mean you can say that I can't as a non trans person. Why can't you because say that? Because I it? can't say
1: the tweet that she tweeted. <laughs>
0: oh yeah congratulations though girl congratulations sis and congratulations they them sam smith which we gotta we gotta take a moment at least say thank you to sam smith yeah. they're doing it for the community even though we may not like how often we've heard unholy at this point congrats nonetheless y'all, yeah y'all I did mean, it y'all done did that
1: let's not body shame sam smith for doing what they do they're a, a artist out here for in a queer space like trying to do something
0: look their most recent song i'm not here to make friends may not have been the best hit i'm waiting for a really good remix suite of it it could be better but if any other white twink out there was putting on the alpha if harry styles was wearing the shit that he was wearing in that music video y'all would be feasting over it He'd i be like oh my god he's a bisexual king but yeah. because sam smith is thick everybody's like he
1: shouldn't be doing that but they shouldn't be doing that excuse I'm not me here to body shame sam smith i'm not here to dis- tell you not to listen to sam smith
0: I am, however.
1: I am, however, gonna say that Sam Smith, for me, is a bitch-eating crackers, and it's... That's fair. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with me. I
0: feel like if you said the same thing about me, you'd have to say, like, a bitch-eating tacos or something, you know? Uh, It's because you're Hispanic. It's because, yeah, you know, because ethnic. Yeah. You're the ethnically vague one of this podcast. I'm the one that looks like I work at your house. Don't give me that little nod. You know it's true. Say it with your chest. Say it with your full chest.
1: I'm just saying I'm a person of color, too. Don't, what's with the colorism?
0: Why are, we, why are we pitting women against each other? Because someone has to. If there's no competition, what's the point? Okay. Don't look, I saw that eye instead roll. Of, instead of pitting <laughs> women against each other, what do you think is going to happen next episode? I hope women get pitted against each other. Who, what, okay, what are your predictions? I want Roma Mafia to fight um, anyone and everyone. For no reason. I don't know what to predict at this point. I mean, you've got no, a lot I've, to work off of this episode. I feel like with this episode, with the next progressive episodes that are kind of going to come, because we've already determined that Matt is completely ir- irredeemable at this point, it's only going to get worse. Oh,
1: he! This is the last redemption. Is he, become, that Matt is he going to become gonna a, cool, a school shooter at this point or something? <laughs> no, Matt does not ever become a school shooter. I mean, that's very Ryan Murphy, but it's not. It's too early. It's too early in his career. No, for that he saved that for
0: wrong. Evan Peters. He
1: saved that for Glee.
0: Where's the episode where Blade becomes a school shooter at the Warblers Academy? I want that one. <laughs> I can't. Because I mean, they called him Fag one time. I would see it. I could see it. I mean...
1: I, I never watched, Glee, so it I didn't is. know what happened in the shooter episode. I know that there is a shooter episode. I haven't seen it. There is? I don't remember that. You're the one who watched it all the way through.
0: Oh god, I can't remember. I
1: blocked It was a s- whole
0: plot point. Bitch, I blocked out so much of that of that show for a reason. Look, like, I I love Ryan Murphy, but even I have my limits, okay? I mean, it was pretty controversial cuz it was like around the time of like Sandy Hook, I feel. The like. controversial episode was when they did the one where everybody has sex for the first time and they had the audacity to use like a virgin. That's the controversial episode in my opinion. I wow, choices. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's talk about that one next time. Let's do a bonus episode on that bullshit. Can we talk about the fact that Naya
1: Rivera slay the shit with, uh, what's her name? The Britney girl and the me against the music video since, you know,
0: yeah. Just yeah,
1: rubbing that clit raw. <laughs> if you can't hear that finger swiping
0: on Dom's fingers. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> my predictions for the next couple of episodes are I know Matt's going to get progressively worse, I don't necessarily think that the relationship between Kimber and Christian is going to be any more stable than it already is. I think Kit is going to come back in some way. I hope to God she does because I love her. I want nothing but amazing things for her. She needs to be a part of the spinoff with Dr. Grace Santiago. I just really like... it could be called Private's Practice at that point then.
1: God damn it. I also want to point out, too, that we've gone three episodes deep and we have completely forgot about the serial rapist on the loose in this
0: series. Because it doesn't matter, Robert. It doesn't matter. It's a serial rapist. And they're not actually... The worst part about it is they're only, as far as I've understood, and correct me if I'm wrong, they've only assaulted one person, which was Christian. I mean, they assaulted... They, slid- they assaulted every- the girl. Well, they sliced we everybody else. Open. Did they actually? Did she actually get assaulted? Yeah, I'm not questioning her as a character. Oh my god, Dom, are you questioning victims? (laughs) No, I'm not questioning victims. I genuinely don't remember. This is where you get canceled, Dom. This This? is your this is your moment. Thank God. I'm joking. Thank God, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, So. My job is no longer in jeopardy for reasons beyond my yeah. control. Naomi
1: Gaines. Naomi Gaines was the name of our character who was assaulted by the Carver in, the,
0: or in her premiere episode. But I, I know, but I can't remember if she's that, if she was or if she wasn't because I only remember Christian being. Assaulted. She was okay. Also, we just have completely ignored the fact that Christian has been assaulted as well. Yeah, he's very actively not talking he said, about said Victim any. erasure. He said, "Problem where? I don't talk about that. Yeah, I don't no. have a problem." Ryan Murphy said, uh, "Rape is easy to overcome." <laughs> Ryan Murphy said one thirty minute episode, that's all you get. That's all you get. Um, so okay, who do you think the carver is at this point? At this point, I think it would be a little too on brand to say that it's Matt. But part of I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb mm-hmm. for one reason and one reason alone because yeah. I'm gonna attack you in a very personal spot right now. Are you gonna say it's the dirty bisexual? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. I've never trusted a bisexual. I don't even trust you sometimes.
1: We said bisexual villainry on Nip talked.
0: Yeah, if I can't be the villain, why can't? Why should you have a happy life? Am I the villain? Am I the drama? Am I the drama? Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um. So we'll
1: we'll get back to that. We're going to circle back to who the Carver is at some point. And eventually, series. yeah, we're going to get to that. Season five. Yeah, season five. Um. We got more things to talk about throughout the podcast that are be coming up. I know that we're going to do Carol at some point. We've been promising that. We did do Bros recently. We are sorry. Oh, we took some God. time off, but we both really needed it for our mental health. And we—it's unexpected. We did not mean to do a hiatus, and it was typical of a podcaster to do.
0: Yeah, but we needed—we genuinely needed a break. We have been going through a lot personally. Even between ourselves as friends and podcasters, that we had to take some time to reconnect and reestablish a good thing. Also, I want to make it clear, too, to the audience, if you've listened to the Bros episode and you're like, why are they so at odds with each other? It's genuinely because neither of us could find anything worth value in that fucking film. And for us to not find anything worth talking about in a movie or in a show is really rare, We were also super tired. Yeah, I was coming off a work week. You were coming off of like some adventures. Of a depression episode. Yeah, it was a lot for us. So our energies were just not in sync that episode to the extent that maybe we could re-record it in the future or revisit it. I think it's a better idea to re-record it, yeah. Yeah, just, just, just to retouch it and talk about it because honestly, we did a really good job with Fire Island despite it being very long. But Bros is one of those movies that I think genuinely... We can make it more succinct and better puns. All we really need to do is go through the fucking plot real fast. It's not that deep. It's not that interesting. So you guys, we we might scrap a whole episode, but you know what? We'll come back to it. We're
1: going to come back to it. We have like... Three or four episodes queued up. Yeah, we got that we're gonna put in, out in time. Yeah. And so. the Carol
0: one is easy because we've both seen it. And yeah. I love that movie so fucking much. And we Ariel back in and the And the best part about it is Kate Blanchett did recently give us some commentary to talk through about it. About questioning whether she would be allowed to play Carol at this point. Which is a good point to question as two people who are part of the community. I mean, I've always considered
1: Kate Blanchett to be about sexual. And I think she said in interviews too that she is. But I know that she's married to a man currently, but I mean, is that enough for bisexual erasure? Is that Anna Paquin's effect where she's like, look, I'm still bisexual, even if I'm married to a man.
0: It, it is, but I'm going to say this. In my mind, Kate Blanchett has always had dyke energy. I, she's, she's a queer ally to me.
1: I agree. She's not only a queer I love ally, her. she is a queer woman and I don't want to erase if her. If we
0: could have gotten another recasting of Suspiria, I would have wanted her <laughs> instead of Tilda Swinton. I mean, that I mean, was the role. initial casting. Ah, oh, you denied me. I I want deny you. Kate Blanchett in one full length horror film and not Tar. I
1: would like to talk about Suspiria with you at full length. We at will sometime. do it at some maybe time. at Halloween
0: or no, sometime before then. We might do before for, then. We're spooky twenty four seven. Have okay.
1: you seen me? That's fair. Um, okay. have you seen my haunted eyes? No, your eyes are not haunted. They're sallow. Like, are <laughs> beautiful dr quentin acosta played by a compost
0: please stop it's so fine flirt with him not me okay this isn't the place for it so we're
1: sorry for being bad podcasters and taking a couple months off in between we had some mental health stuff i they already know yeah we're we, we it's am sorry for y'all but we're, we're back. back we're gonna be more consistent we have episodes queued up we're gonna be posting more regularly we're gonna be posting more platforms like we
0: promised Um, our titties are out our dicks are hard and our holes are clean and we're ready to go let's get started girl let's go let's go in fact we might even record another episode fuck it we're here to work
1: we are we're working gals but anyways that's the end of our episode for tonight Uh, bye bye